baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Dave Schrader filling in for Jason DeRussia today and tomorrow. Monday I'll be back, but I'll be filling in from the noon to 3 p.m. slot. So I hope you'll keep tuning in and spending some time here with me. Thank you so much. Uh, Adrian Washington will join us again in just a few moments. Big breakthrough in cancer treatment. Scientists have found a way to destroy 99% of cancer cells in the lab, according to this article. Scientists have made a significant breakthrough in cancer treatment by using a special type of molecule that vibrates to destroy the cancer cells. This new method developed by a team from Rice University, Texas A&M University, and the University of Texas involves stimulating the molecules with a specific kind of light, causing them to vibrate intensely and break apart the cancer cell membranes. And once these molecules, commonly used as a synthetic dye in uh, bioimaging to detect the cancer, are used, they've been able to show remarkable effectiveness in attaching themselves to the outside of these cancer cells. Then, when exposed to near-infrared light, these molecules begin to vibrate in unison, creating a force strong enough to disrupt the cancer cell structure itself. The approach termed the molecular jackhammer method has proven to be significantly more effective and faster than previous molecular machines used in cancer treatment. And the near-infrared light used in this method is particularly beneficial as it can penetrate deeper into the body than ever before, potentially treating cancers in bones and organs without invasive surgery. In laboratory tests, this method achieved a 99% success rate in destroying cultured cancer cells. It was also tested on mice with melanoma tumors, resulting in half of the animals becoming completely cancer-free. The researchers believe this technique is difficult for cancer cells to resist or adapt to, making it a promising avenue for future cancer treatments. The study, which was published in Nature Chemistry, opens up new possibilities for treating cancer using mechanical forces at a molecular level. This innovative approach could revolutionize cancer treatment, offering a new and more direct way to target and destroy cancer cells. Amazing news. That makes my heart so happy. I sadly lost my mother seven years ago to a very aggressive form of lung cancer. And it was just as though there was, they'd almost throw their hands up. It just it was progressing so quickly. It was spreading. And chemotherapy was not working. There was nothing that was able to uh, effectively grab a hold of this cancer to destroy it. So when I see stories like this, I want to make sure we're sharing them, screaming them from the mountaintops, that there are new breakthroughs, amazing new technology that's in effect that uh, hopefully we're going to eradicate cancer, kick its ass once and for all, be done with it. and. God love it. Just keep that great work going. Um, this is exciting news. I hope uh, we'll continue to find out more about this. But hearing the targeted uh, gene therapy that they're doing for cancer, for the uh, new vibrational light sources that they're doing here, that's a lot of hope. 
a lot of hope. So stay strong, my friends out there listening, going through whatever you're going through. There are new things happening in the medical industry. That is exciting news. Adrian Washington joining me live in studio here, comedian, and uh, he's going to be doing his first ever comedy special uh, filming, and and he'll be doing that up in St. Cloud, New Year's Eve. Just a few tickets remain, so if you're looking for a a fun night out, you want to get out with uh, that special someone, go out and see an amazing show, want to go up to St. Cloud, there's uh, hotels attached. You can go have a party afterwards. They're they're having a pizza and champagne. Yeah, uh, photo booth, photo booth, yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's gonna be Fancy. so much fun. Yeah, I love it's Minnesota. Yeah, and a photo booth. <laughs> we got a photo booth out here, don't you? Know? My wife was so excited about that part. <laughs> that is that's very cool. Uh, before the break, I'd asked you about um, people that come to comedy shows. Yeah. I go, I go with. I want to escape. Right. My home life, right? And I don't mean the wife right. and children, but you want to just get out and, and escape and enjoy and laugh and realize you're not alone in the pains because right. comedy is based in right. pain. And getting to hear Adrian Washington walk us through the pains in his life <laughs> and things that he's seen and witnessed, it kind of makes a community. But people attend comedy shows sometimes looking like they're just coming in to pick a fight. And some of them do, and that's that's the thing we say. Like if if somebody walks out, we just we were just in Denver two weeks ago, and this lady walked out, and she walked out, and we found out she walked out because she said she thought because it was December it'd be a clean show. That was it. That was her. That was her reason. Does it upset you when somebody walks out? It doesn't. I kind of feel like somebody should walk out. Do you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because people these days think you're like their personal comic. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like I'm I'm not your personal comic, man. So I always go with the law of numbers. You know right. what I mean? Like if, if there's 300 people in the room and even if 50 of you for some reason don't like it, so be it. These 250 other people are having a blast. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for me, my comedy comes from a place that happens. Like I said, you'll never see me on stage and wish I was anywhere else. So I'm not going to allow you to take that away from me. Like I'm going to just ignore you for the best. Unless like you – like like I said – my whole thing is like, why do you sit up front? Like, you got dressed. You bought a ticket. You know what I mean? Right. Like, nobody gave you a ticket. You spent money. You got dressed. You came out of your comfortable house to sit there with your arms crossed and just be an Arms ass. crossed, leg crossed, yeah. and just glaring at the to comedians. To not laugh about yeah. nothing. And it's it it says a lot about people. You know what I mean? About, about that person, I should say. But for me, from what I see, there's right. so many people that are just like, thank you. I hear now more than I have in a long time that we need to laugh now more than ever. Agreed. So that's why comedy shows are selling out. That's why they're back like crazy. That's why even with all the scrutiny, Chappelle's sold more tickets in the last year than any other human sure. on the planet. You know what I mean? Well, it's like Ricky Gervais just released his new comedy special on Netflix. Yeah. And one of the bits in the comedy special, and he aired it, so I'm not giving anything away, uh-huh. but he talks about how his last one caused so much controversy. Yeah. And people hated it yeah. so much. He's <laughs> making millions more doing this comedy special. Right. And it was the number one viewed comedy special they on Netflix can't wait last to see year. Yeah. Right. You, you want that irreverence. You kind of yeah. want that break from reality. Because everybody else is doing a cookie cutter thing. Right. There's the, there's there's a lot of specials that came out this year, and I'm just like, and I and I know that person. I'm like, that's not their right. show. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's yeah. not their show. So it's just like that's why again, I'm. I mean, obviously, I would love a Netflix special, but I'm very happy putting my own special together and doing my own thing my own way. You know what I mean? Well, and, let me as Rick from Pawn Stars make a call to my connections at Netflix to see if <laughs> hey, I can. I, I know like a guy. my chances. With I you. know a guy, Adrian. <laughs> 
I'll see if we can make that happen. Let's, uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got more to discuss, more news stories. I want to talk about this. Woman sues her dentist. This is a Minnesota story. She says in one visit, he did four root canals, eight crowns, 20 fillings. Oh. And didn't need any of it. We'll talk about that next when we return. Drive time with Russia. I'm Dave Schrader, and this is News Talk 830 WCCO. Big song administering the concept of dread as we talk about this next news story. If I can get through it, my teeth are hurting just <laughs> reading the headline. Does that ever happen to you? You get a tactile feel from reading something? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you I, like I cannot watch football if somebody's knee blows. I've dislocated my knee so many times. Ooh. If somebody gets injured on the field, I cannot watch. Yeah. that. Like, oh, I'm squeamish. Yeah. It's not even that I'm squeamish. I can feel the pain again. Oh, I hate it. How did you break every I baseball, football, uh basketball, tennis, and once at uh Venice Beach in California swimming. Who says white men can't jump? Uh me, apparently. Because <laughs> I jumped, came down and dislocated my knee. So there was a good reason for that. I might have been the reason they wrote that. A Minnesota woman has filed a malpractice lawsuit claiming she was left disfigured after her Eden Prairie dentist performed more than thirty procedures. Oh. During a single appointment. I can't go in and get my teeth cleaned in one appointment. <laughs> right. They've got to go in. they got to poke at me and x-ray me and scrape at me and jab at my gums. And then they go, all right, let's set up another appointment to do the cleaning. I'm like, can't we just right. complete this all at once? <laughs> I white knuckle so bad. I couldn't even imagine. So this would have been, I'd been like, yeah, fine. Do it all. Right. Get it done. But 30 procedures. Oh, in a civil lawsuit filed oh last week against Dr. Kevin Moldrum and Moldrum Family Dentist in Hennepin County District Court, Kathleen Wilson claimed she had to go to other dentists to fix Moldrum's negligent work, which has caused her significant issues, according to the complaint. Wilson alleges that Moldrum performed eight crowns, four root canals, and 20 fillings in a single visit. According to the lawsuit, Moldrum also provided Wilson with anesthesia well in excess of the recommended dosage and engaged in falsifying medical records regarding the amount of anesthetic that was administered. CNN has reached out to Moldrum, but they haven't heard back. Wilson's attorney, Nathaniel Weimer, said they retained Dr. Avram Goldstein, a dentist who serves on the faculty at a Florida university as an expert witness to review Wilson's records, According to an affidavit in a report dated November 14th, Goldstein acknowledged Moldrum's diagnosis that virtually every tooth inside Wilson's mouth had decay. That was correct. Goldstein said Moldrum's treatment for Wilson, however, was wrong. According to Goldstein, Wilson required a slow, thoughtful, careful, and measured response to her disease, trying to fill every hole in every tooth in her mouth in one visit. And that is not humanely, not humanly, that's not humanely possible to achieve, this expert said. Goldstein noted in his report that the amount of anesthesia Moldrum used on Wilson was grossly exceeding what would be considered safe. Wow. Goldstein said in his report the maximum dosage of anesthetic should be about 490 milligrams. He gave her double that, citing Moldrum's anesthesia records. There are finite amounts of anesthetic that can be administered over a five- to six-hour period, and exceeding that amount places the patient at risk for an overdose of anesthetic, potentially harmful side effects, Goldstein noted in his report. CNN reached out to Goldstein, but they haven't heard back from him either yet. Uh, Wilson, who alleges she's endured pain and embarrassment, is seeking in an excess of fifty grand. I would be going for... I'll say, that's it? 
I would own everything he's even <laughs> looked at. Oh, <laughs> I have taken such – I have one cavity in my head, and I don't believe it was real when I was a kid. Yeah. My dentist is in there with that little hook. Yep. And he goes, oh. I, think we got a, I think we got a cavity here. And I could feel him put the hook in there and keep wiggling it and wiggling it and wiggling it. I'm like, are you making – a cavity. Right. And then he showed my dad and then took the x-rays and showed my dad this. So I had to have it filled. I've only had one cavity in all my years of life. Thank you, Crest. Right. Um, <laughs> and brushing. So, uh, but I like, so that I don't have to do these things. I, I couldn't right. imagine. Right. I go in for a cleaning and I'm wincing. This lady no, did I'm 30 procedures. That's oh. How do you even do that in a day? Like what? Did, how much time? Oh, right. Five right. To six hours of work. There's no way. Like, oh, I guess if like you said, you can go get a cleaning and yeah. Yeah. they start doing all that stuff. And they're like, all right, we'll make an appointment for the clean. And it's like, what'd you just do? Oh, yeah. That was all that janking around in there with the hook. I can't. Oh, oh I can't yeah. tolerate that. I hate it. Oh, that I don't mind. It's the hook and the scraping. Yeah, the scraping. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. I just grabbed the armrest. My I white knuckle so bad. I have arthritis when I leave. My hands are clenched wow. from the minute I get in there because I can't stand that feel on my teeth. Yeah, it's, it's horrific. And it's almost like oh, I can feel it now. Oh. Yeah, and it's like they. It's like you don't have to scrape that much. <laughs> Only people are flinching right now just hearing that noise. I am a hypochondriac, though. Uh, I have the sweetest doctor. I won't mention his name uh, because I'm sure he doesn't want an influx of insanity. But this guy is so patient with me, and I am constantly, as is my wife, I'm constantly thinking I'm I'm dying of something, right? Uh, and this is, dude, this is the honest to god truth. This is what she had to put up with once. I, uh, I, my daughter had been diagnosed with diabetes, and okay. we didn't have the pump. We didn't have so we had to get up every three hours to check her blood. So I had. Gone to bed. It's about 3 in the morning. My alarm goes off. I wake up and, oh, my mouth is just gross tasting, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I want gum. And I look down on the floor and there's two pieces of gum, two of those little chiclets. Okay. So I grab them. I throw them in my mouth. I start chewing. I'm like, man, my mouth is so filthy tasting. It, the gum's not helping. And I'm chewing the gum and I go in and I'm checking on my daughter. And all of a sudden the world starts to swim. And I start sweating and I can feel my heart chugging. And I'm like, Daddy will be right back. And I go in the bathroom and I, I put my head down. I just, I'm pouring sweat and nausea. Wow. And I'm like, oh, I'm having a heart attack. And I, I go back in. I spit the gum out. I go back in to check on my daughter. And, and she's fine. Her sugars are at the right level. I go, okay, I'm going to go lay down. I go lay down and I'm, I'm panting. And my wife goes, what's, what's wrong? And I go, go get the kids. Said, what? Are you awake? I said, yeah, go get the kids. She goes, why? I said, I'm having a massive heart attack, and I want to say goodbye. She's like, what? Wait, what? And I said, yeah, listen, I woke up. My mouth tasted horrible. I Throwing gum in, I picked up two pieces off the floor, threw it in. She goes, hold on. First of all, <laughs> why are you chewing gum off the floor? You're an adult man. And I'm like, I needed gum. My mouth was horrible, and I needed gum. And she goes, what did they look like? And I said, they're like those little chick, like those Eclipse gum. And she goes, and they were just on the floor. And I go, yeah. She goes, how did they just get out of the wrapper? And I'm like, I don't know. She goes, dummy, you're eating my Nicorette gum that must have fallen out of my, my robe pocket. So you just ate the equivalent of a package of smokes. And I'm like, no, no, I'm dying. I'm telling you, I'm having a heart attack. She goes, yeah, I'm sure you are because you just ate a pack of cigarettes, you moron. Oh, and my so gosh. That, I lived through that. I lived through that. Then I was doing a late-night radio show, and I had it at my at-home studio. And it's 
I get done, sign off at 2 a.m., and uh, I've, I've got a migraine just beating me. And I, I've done radio shows, full four, six-hour radio shows with a migraine, and it's wow. not easy, but I do it, right? I yeah. love my job. I love this opportunity. Right. Like you, I'm going to stand there, and I'm going to do my set, right? right? And I looked at my wife, and she's on medical marijuana because she's got Crohn's and fibromyalgia okay. and everything, and I said, honey, I have such a bad headache. Can I just have one drag off of your vape pen? And she's like, sure. So she hands me the vape pen, and she walks in the bathroom. And I go, <laughs> and I hold it. And now I grew up in Illinois smoking <laughs> Illinois ditchweed, right? right? And where you got to pull in every part of that draw and hold it for a week just to have any kind of effect. And my wife's in the bathroom for like a minute, minute and a half. She walks out, and I... And wow. it looks like Spicoli's van from Fast Times. <laughs> and she goes, how much did you smoke? I said, I just took one hit, one big hit. Why? And she's like, oh, all right. And I'm like, listen, I can handle weed. I've smoked weed in my life. I'm all right. And then the world starts to tilt. Right. And I'm like, my, my, my studio was like literally next to my bed. So I just climbed into my bed and I thought I was dying the rest of the night. And I'm cursing her out and I'm cursing my, <laughs> my old partner out because they both use medical marijuana. Yeah. And I've seen them both take two or three drags. Right. One drag. Fun. I'm dying. I'm sweating. I'm shaking. Oh I'm praying. You're ordained. Yeah. I'm praying to God. <laughs> I'm praying to Ronald McDonald. Whoever's listening and awake at this time of night, save me. Get me through this. Oh, my God. And I'm crying and I'm yelling at her. I'm not breathing. I'm not. You're not even paying attention. And she's like, idiot, you're talking. That means you're breathing. I go, no, it means I'm talking. Breathing and talking are different things. She's like, oh, my God, just shut up and go to sleep. And I said, I, I'm soaking wet. She goes, no, you're not. You're fine. So I reach over and I grab her hand and I slap it on my forehead and I just drag it down my face and chest. And it's like a tidal wave. Wow. And she goes, oh, my God, you're sweating a lot. And I go, I think I'm dead. I'm poisoned. What did you, you and Tim, you guys are drug addicts. You need help. There is a problem with you. Oh, my God. We we need to see a counselor because oh. I don't think I could stay married to a pothead like oh this. Oh, my gosh, man. You went there with it? Oh, I, I do. I felt so bad for her. I, the next day, I felt bad. That night, I wanted her and every person that's even looked at weed to go to jail. Right. Because there was no reason that that should have had that effect on me. Oh, my I'm a big gosh. guy. One drag. And then... uh a buddy of mine who's a doctor, he goes, medical marijuana is no joke, there son. There you go. <laughs> you got to be real pain, careful. right? Yeah, he goes, that, first of all, your wife takes two or three drags off it because she's built up a tolerance. Right. And you just held in one huge drag, huge which is drag. probably like the equivalent of three or four of her drags. Right. Oh. Which she wouldn't do. And, no. And she's, oh, yeah. my gosh, I, I've been there. I've been oh. there. It's unbelievable. I'm sorry. We have to take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. Adrian Washington, our guest. This is Drive Time with the Russia. I'm Dave Schrader filling in today and tomorrow. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. That's a problem of playing good classic rock. I just never want to interrupt it by talking. I just want to soak in the music. Maybe I'm just reliving my high moment. Yeah, man, this music's speaking to me.
Anyway, I go in, Adrian, to my doctor recently because I'm pretty sure I've got skin cancer. And uh, he goes, Dave, uh, my doctor is lovely, just this lovely little guy. And uh, he goes, Dave, why do you think you have skin cancer? And I go, look at this spot. And he goes, yeah, you're getting old. (laughs) That's not the answer I want. And he goes, here, let me take a closer look. Yeah, that's not. That's uh, just an age spot. And this one, oh, but this one over here. That's also an age spot. And Dave, the one on the back of that you can't see, don't call me. It's an age spot. And then he smiles. And he's just so sweet and charming. And then he goes, are you like this at home? And he's right. like saying it through a smile. And it's just like, oh, your wife puts up with a moron. Right. I am just. A oh. lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I love the fact that she's texting you. My wife is texting you during the show, admitting everything I've said yeah. is correct. Yes. 100%. Yeah. He said the Lord's Prayer. Like, I'm sitting here already still laughing. His wife messaged me and was like, he called me a drug addict. <laughs> he said the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> I prayed over her. I prayed over everybody. Anything. I grabbed my cat and was cuddling with my cat. Mittens, I'm going to miss you. Oh, my God. I get a paper cut and I need a nap. I don't know how these people do these things. Oh, my goodness. And just, I'm not good. How, uh, wow. Oh, yeah. That's why. You know what, though? I think, and, and I'm terrified to go to the doctor because I grew up watching TV. Right. And you were always fine at the beginning of the episode, and then you get a cough, and 40 minutes later, you're dead. And I'm just like, I don't want to. you got to see somebody. Yeah, my wife's like, you're a moron. Go in for this. I'm like, no, if I don't know it exists, it's not that there. Don't exist. She goes, no, that's not there, but the floating terminal cancer that you feel is in your elbow is, right? You don't know. She's not a doctor, Adrian. What am I listening to her for? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Yeah. Hey, there yep. goes your set. There it is. There goes your to, set. I've, I, 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 made I have a tears in my eyes. Dude. Then I'm good. I don't need to go out and you got it. You just did your five right that, there, right there. Yeah. So I can open up for Adrian Washington on New Year's on Eve. On New Year's Eve, come That'll on, be do perfect. It. <laughs> I'll come in my zany white guy Hawaiian <laughs> shirt because you know that means we're funny if we're wearing Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> oh, good God. Adrian Washington, he has a comedy uh, special he's filming, his first one ever in St. Cloud on New Year's Eve. There are a handful of tickets still available, funnymanadrian.com. I want you to go check that out, get your tickets, and go enjoy the show. Going to be a good one. Now, talking about earlier, we were saying sometimes just having swagger, going to a place and acting like you belong there. Right. James Bond did that recently, and it didn't go well for him. Pierce Brosnan has been cited for violating Yellowstone rules. Yeah, 007. Former 007 stands accused of walking in thermal areas at Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming. Pierce Brosnan, who, of course, played James Bond in four of the spy franchise flicks, allegedly stepped off the trail upon which visitors are meant to stay on in order to keep away from the park's famous hot springs and geysers. CNN and NBC Montana report. Citing court documents that list a Beverly Hills address for the defendant, boardwalks and trails protect you and the delicate thermal formations, the park says on its website, warning that the ground in certain areas may only be a thin crust above scalding hot springs. With no way to tell if it's a safe place to stand. Plus, the park adds some pools are acidic enough to burn through boots. The two petty offenses Brosnan was cited for are listed as foot travel in all thermal areas within Yellowstone Canyon confined to trails, violating closures and use limits. People reports that the documents were filed in court Tuesday, but they list a November 1st as the date of the alleged incident. The magazine notes he was in Wyoming in October filming the upcoming Western, The Unholy Trinity. The 70-year-old has been ordered to appear in court in Wyoming on January 23rd. 
He has not commented on this publicly. He's James Bond. He doesn't have to worry right. about geysers. He'll be fine. Yeah, geysers have to worry about him. Right. You see the stuff he's been through? He's so cool. He's going <laughs> to fall in the geyser and it's going to freeze. <laughs> that is some swagger, Pierce Brosnan. That's a lot of swagger. Have you seen these videos of these morons going off by the geysers and being scalded brutally because they want to get a good viral video? You know, I've learned uh, if I don't like the topic, I don't even click the link. Oh. <laughs> you what? Moron burned by a scalding geyser does not intrigue you? Doesn't do that. That's not the, that's not the clickbait you're looking at. We are different men. <laughs> we I, are, I'm learning that a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot about you in this hour. Is that, uh, well, we've been buddies for years online, and this is the first time we are getting a chance to face-to-face it. So... Uh, and oh now you're, you're seriously regretting it, aren't you? No, no, no. Uh, I got I to have – there's more. Now You got me locked in now. Oh, do I? Yeah. I like it. All right. If uh, you, Do you have all the streaming services? Are you locked in as well? Yeah. I, uh, I just do Facebook and Instagram. No, but I'm talking like uh, uh, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, get, Amazon yep. Prime, Netflix, yep. Hulu, yep. all of that. Yeah. Amazon Prime just sent me an email today. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Why, why do we go there, Adrian Washington? I don't know. The last just... couple stories I heard. <laughs> All right. Mr. Schrader, please stop watching our service. You're an idiot. Uh, according to this article, it says, we knew the day was coming, though we didn't know exactly when. And I now know because I got the email. Amazon announced that its prime video service will start showing ads during its movies and TV shows beginning next month. The AP reports that the ad-infused content will kick off on January 29th, according to an email to the U.S. customers this week. Those who want to enjoy uninterrupted programming will have to fork over an additional $2.99 a month. That's not bad. To avoid commercials? It's not, but... I know. It's nickel and dime. Yeah. It's, but ah, to not watch commercials, Adrian. You know, I don't mind commercials. You don't? No. Nope. See, my dad doesn't Commercial, even... Commercials, you know, run to the bathroom, get some water. Oh. Grab, you know what I mean? I don't like the interruption. I was telling you off air, what drives me nuts is my family. Let's watch a movie together. Oh, let's watch a movie. Let's watch that show. And what it means is we're going to sit on the couch next to you on our phones while you <laughs> watch the show. And then we're going to ask you pertinent questions about things we missed. And, uh, oh, yeah, that drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, my... Prime's probably the one we go to like least, so I oh. guess that doesn't bother me a whole lot. So the two ninety nine a month, I don't. It's I, I will pay it because I don't want to watch. Right, but that's the thing. Like it's like everything is yeah. just sooner or later. They at least they told you. There's some places they just all of a sudden your bill change. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's like, oh yeah, we did this for everybody. We thought we sent you something. Yeah. By the way, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but we get your firstborn child. <laughs> uh, pick him up, please. <laughs> Pick them up. Uh, the talk and text line is open if you would like to uh, participate in today's program, have some insights on any of the stories we're sharing, or would like to ask Adrian uh, Washington, comedian par excellence, a question, 651-461-9226. That's 651-461-9226. Oh, this is nice, Dave. I've really enjoyed your shows these last couple of days. That comes from Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Uh, here's one that says, Dave... I've been where you've been. I've had those bed spins. They are not fun. How awful. Uh, another one says, thank you for the laughs. And uh, this, I love this. Uh, Dave, I feel you. I check my symptoms on WebMD. Turns out the only illness I don't suffer from is hypochondria. <laughs> 
Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That uh, Lynn and Chaska, though, thank you very much. I always appreciate the kind words. Um, yeah, I'm not good when it comes to medical procedures, dental procedures. You hide it so well. Do I? Yeah. It's a calm, cold demeanor. <laughs> yeah, I, I turn into a fidgety Barney Fife when it comes to that stuff. I'm just picturing this massive man that's just <laughs> sweating up a storm. Oh, it's bad. Eating chiclets off the floor. I don't know. I thought one of my cats knocked the package on the floor, Adrian. We have one dog, five cats. My house is a menagerie again, of insanity. It's, it's your house. Like you know. No, it's not. Room. I just am allowed to. I'm allowed to lay on one corner of a king size uh, California uh, bed. You know, I find. I don't know how your sleeping arrangement is. I have a California king bed. I'm a grown ass adult. I'm, uh-huh. I, I'm a big guy. I sleep on the razor's edge of a California king, and my. Big what? bird wife, she nests in the middle, wrapped and swaddled in blankets. I was going to say. I'm waiting for not... three wise men to show up and giving her gifts. She's swaddled so kindly. She's very small. She is. And she takes up 98% of the bed. And now when I go to hotels when I'm on the road, yeah. I sleep in the same spot on the corner of whatever bed I'm to, in. Yeah, I'm the same way. Are you? Yeah, but my covers don't even move on the other side. And I'm always like, hey, this is a king, right? Yeah, I need a king. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I don't... don't you know who I think I am? I need a room with a king bed so I can sleep on this <laughs> One six corner. and a half inches. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I, it's funny because uh, we have a dog, Milo. And Milo, when I'm gone, mm-hmm. Milo's a mini Aussie. Milo's probably maybe 38. He's a mini what? Mini Aussie. Shepherd. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> These are new words. I don't know if this is Urban Dictionary time. Right. I feel like I need to catch up. Okay. A, a mini Aussie Shepherd. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. And uh, he's probably 40 pounds, but I'm gone a lot. So he's learned when I'm gone, he gets to sleep on my side. So now when I come back home, he looks at me like, hey, man, mama got an arrangement. So you got to go. <laughs> you got to <laughs> you know, go. You got to go where I used to sleep. Yeah. And that's the funniest thing. Again, you got a, a king-size bed. And I'm just and, and I'm so used to like maneuvering mm-hmm. around him because he won't move that even when I'm at a hotel, I sleep so and I'm just like he's you not look like here. a puzzle piece right. trying to fit everybody's <laughs> parts so that you're yeah. I'm like he's not here. Just lay down, stretch out. Your legs don't have to do you don't have to do the Jordan thing where he's laying between your legs and <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, when I'm gone, Winnie will let the dog Hans sleep in bed with her. Okay. And then she has the gall. The unmitigated gall to complain to me about how, what a bed hog he is. I'm like, my God, he's your height you say, what and are you weight. Got from, right? And you're, now you know. Now you know. We have to take our final break this hour. This is News Talk 830-WCCO. Adrian, do you want to dance? I'm, I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> Don't think I want interpretive dance for you right now, man. It's Journey. Oh, you not want to dance to Journey. Look at Josh is back there. Coming to Target Field, your boy, yours truly will be there. It's Are some you? way, somehow, I will be buying. I will be buying tickets. That I'm, would be I'm a, a Def Leppard guy, but I, I saw them both in I think it was 2018 when they were here with Cheap Trick. Yeah, phenomenal show. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen Arnell as the as the front man for Journey before. I was told Journey was phenomenal mm-hmm. uh, live. Was taken aback. I've seen Def Leppard a handful of times because it's my band, but uh, yeah, it was. But I, what I don't understand about this card, when like the last time they came through here, right? Yeah, they have Cheap Trick open. I get it. Cheap Trick does a forty-five minute set and has for about thirty years. Yeah, right. Okay, Cheap Trick. They come out. They do their their greatest hits album, and then mm-hmm. they leave the stage. <laughs> to me, Journey with a, 
a lead singer that hasn't released a record at that point and is basically a cover band of Journey <laughs> with a guy they found singing karaoke as their lead singer is the not the second band. It's the main headliner that night. The second band, Def Leppard, who has never really left Seriously? popularity. Yeah. So so here you've got Cheap Trick, Def Leppard, followed by a Journey cover band, in my opinion. <laughs> and I don't want to be rude. I'm not taking anything away from Arnell. Amazing singer. But it's just, yeah, yeah. it feels weird to me. Well, they hadn't released the record until last year. Right. That's what I said. Yeah, okay. When he came gotcha. out, when yeah, they yeah. did that tour a couple years ago, yeah. they hadn't ever right. done an album with anybody but Steve Perry. Yeah, it was, uh, I'm trying to think of who was, maybe, no, um, no, 2011. They did do the the uh, Eclipse album in 2011. They did with Arnold. That was, I think, their first one. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Steve Perry. So, sorry, quit. I might he be way, I might be way wrong on this. We have an 01 release, an 05 release, an 08 release, and a 2011. So I'd like your Journey fan club card back. <laughs> yeah, 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 not to be yeah. trusted. Don't be a fraud here, Dave. Yeah. Come on. Uh huh. Yeah, I see where it is. Tell I, me more I, about this. I think journey it's interesting band. though. This what? for this show is that it's Def Leppard, Journey, and then you go about a decade back. With Steve Miller Band, they're opening up for them. Yeah, which but, is that's an interesting trio. I, the first two I get the Steve Miller Band. You're you're going to have all the people with the uh, you know their. Be careful, you're treading on thin ice, son. You're treading on thin ice. I can wait to see where. What do you mean by you people? I want to know. You know the long hair or lack thereof. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. The as we talked about for much of this hour, the doobie rollers. Yeah, medicinal weed. Yeah, the doobie rollers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, it's legal here. They might sell it at Target Field. Probably know. not. I would guess not. But that's uh, – well, you know, I understand why why they're the lead because they're the original OG classic rock. Yeah. Right? So I get it. I didn't what is it? Now until, it's Def Leppard, yep. Journey. Yep. Jo- so I don't Def know which Leopard one's headlining. Because I know 2018 Journey headline. Right. I don't know if Def Leppard is headlining this one. Um, the, these people always love to put Def Leppard, Journey next to each other. It's like, all right, who's last? Because right. I have left a concert where somebody was headlining I didn't care for, and people will probably rip me. I'm sure you guys will probably rip me, too. I do not like Kiss. I don't think – I think Kiss is one of the most overrated bands ever, and I left after Def Leppard, and they opened for Kiss. Brad, if you're listening, could you please give me a different producer for tomorrow? Anybody, <laughs> I can't stand anybody. Kiss. If they, you have a have ferret one with hit. one eye, I'll take him. They have one really good hit, and that one is One really good it. hit. Yes, yes. And it's, day, cri- it's one of the most crispy songs in history. What is it? Uh, the I Want to Rock and Roll All Night. Okay. Yeah, that's like the one good – it's the one hit that I ever oh, I always yes. hear from Kiss, and it's like burnt, burnt crispy. Hey, just think, you have one more day to put up with me. Yeah, just one. <laughs> Counting the hours. Uh, no, I, I I saw that concert, and I will say, yeah. Def Leppard opened up for Kiss. Yeah. I took my three sons to go see it. We all did the full makeup. Really? Full makeup. I, I, because I have a picture of me when I was like 10 years old at the <sighs> Roselle Parade where I grew up dressed as Peter Chris. I know. Nobody wants to be Peter Chris, <laughs> not even Peter Chris, but I did. Then I took my son to see the big reunion tour when they came back out and did okay. their makeup, and I did his makeup, and he went as Peter Chris. So then all four of us went to go see Kiss with Def Leppard, and uh, we're all full regalia. I paid a, a professional makeup artist to do our makeup wow. and everything. I was ready, man. Yeah. I was bald Gene Simmons. <laughs> well, I was Gene Simmons without the wig. I'll right. just say that. And uh, we had such a great time. 
Uh, Def Leppard rocked. Yeah. And they're one of the better 80s bands live you can listen to. Yeah. They know how to put on a good show live. Yeah. I know they've been accused many times of using vocal tips, which they don't. (laughs) No. Uh, The worst thing that they've done on TV is, you know, put the Stanley Cup upside down. I remember that one very, very well. (laughs) Um, no, I, I mean I'd rather dress up as Peter Pan than P- than Peter Chris, but that's just me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll come in tomorrow dressed as Peter Chris. You come as Peter Pan, <laughs> and we'll let the a, audience. Yeah, yeah, we'll let the audience choose which one wears it better. All right, Brad, ship us our Marconi now. <laughs> yeah, get, get get the, is yeah. that that's what we're looking Please for? Please post Marconi. that picture. Oh, I don't <laughs> yeah. think uh, that's going to happen. No. <laughs> no, no, we might just live stream it though. We've, We've talked a lot about t- shirts not fitting us this week. We don't want. Yeah. We don't want. We don't want to show off the. Uh, but oddly, I want to see you dressed as Peter Pan now, and I don't know if that says yeah. more about you or me. Spirit Halloween is not over. Yeah, I don't think so. You just need a lot of green. Just go, to Mike, just go to Michael's and cut off some green cloth and just make it Yeah, myself. that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you're either going to look like Kermit the Frog with a thyroid <laughs> yeah. condition. Or... Hey, if I'm going to Kermit the Frog, I'm going to have a coffee cup in my hand and just I like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we are uh, facing a commercial break. Am I right here, or are we still? Ah, uh, yes, seconds? yeah. That's, part, right. that's my fault. No problem. Let's uh, we'll take our final break. We'll come back. We've got another hour to spend together. Uh, Jason DeRussia off today. Tomorrow I will be filling in. I'm Dave Schrader. This is News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 